Hallelujah. Man, it is, it's been, just been a good day already. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I just want to say just officially, you know, happy Resurrection Sunday. You know, joy-filled, crazy, exciting Resurrection Sunday. Man, I'm believing God's going to just do some amazing things. And uh, here this morning, just, I want to just take a moment and introduce our, our special guest for today. And, you know, for those of you who don't know who Reggie Dabbs is, you know, Reggie has been in ministry for quite some time. In fact, I heard a statistic that, that, Reggie, that Reggie has participated in, in leading people to more people, to more, uh, more people to Jesus than Billy Graham since he's passed on. Reggie speaks in high schools all across the country. He speaks in churches and just preaches the simple message of hope to this generation. Come on, how many of you know we need hope? So, and uh, so I, we just are excited to have, have Reggie here with us today. In fact, if you, if you want to know more about Reggie, he, he has a book, his autobiography is, is out in the lobby. Feel free to pick up. He wouldn't want to do this, so I'm doing it for him. Pick up one of those books on your way out. And uh, if not, we'll, we're going to keep some books here. You can grab them later. And uh, also, uh, Reggie and a friend of his, John Driver, wrote a book, Not So Black and White, and just a response to you know, the, the issues of racism that our nation has faced over the past couple, couple of years. Very, very good book. In fact, I just want to take a moment before Reggie comes up. Does anybody just want this book, Not So Black and White, firsthand? Okay, I saw a hand over here. I'll give you this book here. Claire, actually, your hand came up first. You were just lightning fast. All right. And how many of y'all want Reggie's uh, autobiography? Look, we'll keep it kind of over here. It'll come all the way back there. All right. Can you pass that down to... So that guy all the way, he's going to stop. And we'll, if y'all need a book, um, just feel free to grab one on your way out today. Amen? Amen. So, hey, can we just take a moment? Just stand to our feet and just welcome uh, Reggie Dabbs as he comes and just ministers the Word of God here to us this morning. Oh, you can sit down. You've been standing a long time. We stood more than the Catholic people this morning, but that's a good thing. Y'all right? Everybody good? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you, you ain't ready. Everybody look at your neighbor right now and just say, all right, all right, all right. Turn to your other neighbor and say, here we go. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just so you understand, two weeks ago, I was at a church in Minnesota. Last week, I was at a church in Alabama, but this week, literally two weeks ago in Minnesota, I told myself, I'm going to Louisiana. I'm going to Louisiana. It's going to be okay. I'm going to Louisiana, but now I'm here. Now, some of you are like, so what's the big deal? Here's the big deal. I don't know why you did this on Easter Sunday morning. But my name is Reggie. I was born in Knoxville, Tennessee. I played football at the University of Tennessee. I am a volunteer. You have invited a black southern preacher up in your Louisiana church on Easter Sunday. My wife told me this morning, you need to behave. I said, no, he is risen. I ain't behaving. I got to do what I got to do. And then it got worse because Doc gets up here and... No, he preached point one and point two of my sermon. I only got one point left. So if you're hungry, just say amen because God helped you out this morning. Everybody look at your neighbor and say, this might be good. Look at your other neighbor and say, I don't know what he's going to do next. 
So I decided to let you understand how this is going to go down. If you've seen a Medea movie in the last 10 years, that's how this service is about to go. If you don't know who Medea is, let's just go on with the sermon, all right? So here's what you got to do. Number one, you got to talk to your neighbor. Touch your neighbor and say, he's arrived. Touch your other neighbor and say, wake up. Number two, you got to talk to the preacher. Somebody say, come on, Reggie. Somebody say, preacher, Reggie. I am not in Minnesota anymore. And number three, I decided I needed to let you uh, just uh, take a trip to Tennessee. Would that be all right? And like on a Sunday morning at the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, what it would kind of sound like. Uh, it would sound a little something. Let's do this, like this.
Somebody say, all right, all right, all right. Y'all ain't ready for me. Jesus was born in a manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes. You don't understand how important that is until a day like this. Why didn't Jesus come the way he should have came? In the greatest palace built in those times, because he was the king. The only reason he didn't come in a palace is because he knew every excuse we would have on Easter Sunday morning. We would say this, well, he came for the rich people, not normal people like us. We would say this, oh, I'm just Louisiana boy from the bayou. He can't do it. He didn't come for something like me. He could, we could say this, well, if Jesus could get to the Holiday Inn, he better than me. I ain't never stayed in no Holiday Inn. I'm a Super 8 kind of brother. They leave the light on. But Jesus left every excuse in the parking lot when he was born in a manger because there was no room in the inn. For everyone who's ever had anyone say, there ain't no room for you, there's room in God's house for you. For everyone who's ever been told, oh, you just like your daddy. Oh, you just like your mom. Oh, you ain't no good. Your daddy in prison. That's why Jesus was born in a manger wrapped in swallowing clothes. Somebody touch your neighbor and say, excuse not accepted. Touch your other neighbor and say, excuse not accepted. Watch this. His daddy was a carpenter. Brother worked with his hands his whole life. That's like being a farmer. Just the ordinary man. In one Christmas song, Joseph said, why me? I'm just an ordinary man. A simple man of trade. Then he pointed at his wife Mary and said, why her? She's just an ordinary girl. Then he said, why here in a stable full of hay? Because God knew exactly what he was doing. And he did it way back then for you on this Sunday morning. Y'all have no idea. Look at me. The longer you hear me speak this morning, and if you love sin, if you nasty, you just want nasty people, all right? And you love your sin. You love taking part in your sin. You just love sin. You need to act like you got to go to the bathroom and get as far away from this church right now as you can. Because the longer you hear me talk, the more in jeopardy your nasty life is at leaving you. I'm just saying. You know what? Ain't nobody leaving now. Because if you get up, they're going to go, mm-hmm. I knew he was nasty. That boy, he ain't no good. Everybody touch your neighbor and say, you stuck now. <laughs> he died on the cross. Hey, let me, let me take you to what I did for the young people last night. You know what I love about Jesus and, and the whole cross thing? I love this. I love this. Oh, before I do that, that somebody remind me. I'm going to do, I'll just remind me. I got to go back to that. But listen, just because some of you are looking up here like, oh, he got a guest speaker. Oh, he's a guest speaker. This ain't nothing. Just because you, it is, and I rarely get to speak on an Easter Sunday. Yo, pastor, I'm like, I'm going to bring it. If he's bringing me on Easter Sunday morning, I better bring a good sermon up in here. And now listen, I know, and some of y'all like, man, he up there playing saxophone, sweating. No, black preachers sweat. 
If you ever with a black preacher and they don't sweat, they ain't black. I'm just saying, all right? It is what it is. I'm just saying, all right? So don't worry about it. I got, I got a towel down there. When I'm done, I'm going to go. If I wipe while I'm preaching, it just gets worse. So I just let it air out and just get on out of here. It'll be all right. And those of you who are not laughing, I'm funny. You better start laughing, all right? I'm the funniest black man you ever going to meet in your life, all right? Oh, by the way, if I trip and fall off the stage, we all dead, all right? Because it just suck us all in, man. It'll be over. <laughs> I'm just saying, not good. That's not good. <laughs> not good. Okay, let's go back. So you know who's talking to you? It's real simple. And I'm going to be honest with you. You have to understand today that uh, not rarely do I get to go to places where not a lot of people know me, but I haven't been in Louisiana a long time. About three, four years ago, I did a camp, and some of your kids were at the camp I did. But before that, all I did was uh, play in Baton Rouge against them. I ain't never had more mustard, ketchup. I don't know what that red sauce was, but it was good. I licked it off the back of my jersey after the game. But yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, y'all nasty up in that stadium, right? I did not know you spell go with an X. Let's just go on, all right? I wish I'd have gone to school here. I'd have made better grades. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just mad. I'm bitter, all right? Everybody touch your neighbor and say, here it is. Touch your neighbor and say, here we go. Hey, when I was a boy, uh, everything was great, I mean, until I was six. When I was six years old, uh, at school, everyone had two names, first name, last name, but I only had a first name. And I remember asking my teacher, where's my last name? And she said, when you go home, ask your parents, because you ain't got no last name. I didn't ask them. I didn't want to know. I was scared. Then we had parent-teacher conference. Y'all remember those? And all my friends were with their parents, and I'm with my parents, and my parents are old, and all my friends' parents are young. I got to know. So I asked them why they were old, and they told me, my mom said, I'm, I'm not your mom. And my dad whispered, I'm not your father. Today, I'm going to tell you the truth, because you need to understand who's talking to you, and you need to understand why when I say in a minute something, I'll probably cry. But I want you to understand why I'm crying. Are you all with me? Everybody touch your neighbor and say, listen. Touch your other neighbor say, here it is. All right. Here, I say, listen, here it is. Bye, ma'am. Have a good morning. All right. God bless you. All right. Here we go. I talk to people all the time. I'm used to, like, just talking to people. Y'all ready? I was, um, my mom said, you have a brother named Keith. You'll never know him. You have two sisters and, and Jeanette. You'll never know them. Your mom kept your brother. Your mom kept both your sisters. But your mom said that you were a mistake, and she hated the day that you were born. So she gave you away. She goes, but that's okay. You're with us now. And I said, okay. And my mom said, uh, your mom's husband on a Monday morning went to work and didn't come back. By Wednesday, she called the cops and said something must have went wrong. They couldn't find him. On Thursday, the sheriff came. And when the sheriff came, she thought they were telling her that her husband was dead. Instead, they came to evict my mom and my brother and sisters. You see, her husband left on Monday, never came back because he knew they were going to get evicted on Thursday. She never saw him again. My mom lived on an abandoned farm in a chicken coop. There was a man walking by and heard crying. He looked at my mom and said, what are you doing here? 
She said, I have nothing where to go until Friday. That's when welfare has a place for me. I ran out of food yesterday. My kids are just hungry. I'm sorry they're bothering you. And the man said, and I hate to be rude on a Sunday morning, but you need to understand what I'm about to say. So you got to know who I am. The man said, you got no money? They can't eat? No. He said, well, if you sleep with me, I'll give you 20 bucks and your kids can eat. My mom said oh, she would do anything for her kids. So she slept with the man. She had a son. She called him Reggie. In the delivery room when she gave birth, they said, what's his last name? She goes, he don't have one. They said, what do you want to do? They said, there's a lady in, in, the, in the lobby. Give him to her. My mom called her favorite teacher at school. It was an English teacher. Told her she was pregnant, said she didn't know what to do. Teacher found my mom, took her and her, my brother and sisters, put them in her home until I was born. The day I left the hospital, they left town. So you have a $20 bill talking to you today. Oh, no, hold on. I know you Christians are way ahead of the game. Trying, Don't stop. This is who I am. Because, see, this is before he died. Because before he died, all you are is who this world says you are. Until your pay is in full, <laughs> you belong to this place. And you can make it sound good. You can make it look good. And for a temporary time, it might even feel good. But until you realize who and choose whose you are, you belong here. So I am nothing but a $20 bill until the day Jesus came out of the grave. Listen, listen. Everybody touch your neighbor say, here it is. Touch your other neighbor say, here it is. I had three points, but I'm down to one. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate that. Here's my one point. Here's my one point. My one point. Hey, in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, I'm going to read them all three to you because this is deep. In Matthew, it says this. He went a little bit further beyond them and fell on his face and prayed, My father, if it is possible for this cup to pass me, let it be, but not my will, but your will be done. In Mark 14, 36, it said, Abba, Father, he said, everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me. In Luke 22, 42, it says, Father, if you are willing to remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but your will be done. Well, my one point in this whole thing is that cup. He said yes to everything, but he stumbled when it came to the cup. In the Old Testament, it speaks on what was in the cup. It's a word called dredge. D-R-E-D-G-E. -E. What is dredge? Are you ready? When my father slept with my mom for $20, it became liquid, and it went in that cup. When I sinned, Knowingly, willingly sin, it became liquid and went in that cup. When someone is raped, it became liquid and entered that cup. When someone lies, it becomes liquid and in every vile and wicked and messed up perverted thing known to mankind was in that cup. And God looked at his only son who lived 34 years blameless and said, drink it. 
he did it for me. Even when my mom gave me away, he still drank for me. I understand why he would drink for you. But even the world said I was nothing. But Jesus said I was worth it. So from the son of a prostitute, I simply came to say, do you know him? Do you know him? Psalms 23, I love it. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I found that out when I was in Africa. When I was in Africa, I was doing public schools, and I did 12 days of public schools. I was there for 15 days. About day number 11, I said, look, I'm going to fly home early because all the schools are done tomorrow. And they go, no, 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 we're taking you on a safari. I'm from Tennessee. We don't have I said, a what? It's a safari. They go, I said, what is that? They go, we get in Jeeps with no doors and no roof and no windows, and we go out into the wild, and we have the greatest beasts that roam the planet. And we're going to go see them in their natural habitat. I said, hold up. We got no dough, no roof, no window. And we're going outside to watch lions and tigers and all, all that stuff. He goes, yeah, it's going to be great. I said, that's sushi. <laughs> and we the fish, y'all know what I'm saying? Okay, now look, y'all, I'm going I'm, to I'm end this right fast, all right, because here's the deal. Everything was cool. I saw lions. I saw zebras. I saw giraffes. I saw elephants. We were, my driver honked at an elephant. I said, do not honk. He had like 12 friends with him, and they had horns, and he's honking. I said, bro, no, this is their road, okay? All of a sudden, the last day, we come over a hill, and as we're going down the hill, there's like 5,000 sheep crossing the road. <laughs> it sounds like a joke. And a shepherd's standing there, and down the hill was a lake. And I'm like, dude, he goes, hold up. He put on the brakes. And behind that 5,000 over a hill came another 3,500 sheep. Behind us was another 6,000 sheep. There was over 10,000 sheep. All you could hear was, bah! it was so loud. And there's four shepherds, and the shepherds came over, and they said, oh, we're sorry. We, did. we thought you guys had already gone by. He said, well, no problem. And I'm looking around, and the shepherds go, dude, you spoke at the schools. Can we do a selfie? And, and it's something mental when a shepherd pulls out a cell phone <laughs> and takes a selfie with you, okay, and sends it to their kids like, hey, look who I'm with. <laughs> and now the kids are like, oh, no way, stay there, we're coming. I'm like, no, 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 no. All of a sudden, there's four shepherds, all these sheep, and I'm like, how many sheep do you lose every time you come to this watering hole? And the one shepherd goes, oh, he goes, no, no, Reggie, I'll show you. He says, let him drink for a little bit. About five minutes later, one of the shepherds goes, I'll go first. Mama made meatloaf. I got to get home. So he looked toward the lake, and the guy went, hey! And about 3,500 sheep went back <laughs> and just turned and started walking up the hill. Another one went, come on, let's go. 6,000 sheep back. And started walking in. All of a sudden, the last, the last shepherd looked at me and goes, Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I said, whoa. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
So it doesn't matter if there's COVID. Doesn't matter if there's a vaccine. Doesn't matter if there's racism. Doesn't matter what's happening in your family. It doesn't matter. Because his sheep know his voice. And through all the noise, all the noise the world can make, if you know him, you're going to be all right because you can hear him in the noise. The question is, do you know him? Everybody touch your neighbor and say, do you know him today? Touch your other neighbor and say, do you know him? Okay, last thing, last thing. Hey, can I play a song? I, feel, I don't want to hold y'all. I know it's 1144. If we get out by 1215, we'll beat the Baptist to the buffet today. And then they won't eat all the white chicken. We'll be like, well, we got you. We got you all this time. Hey, I might need you to help me on this because, hey, when it comes down to who I am and where I'm from and, and Jesus, I love Jesus. I got a hard week coming. Last Wednesday in the state of Arkansas, when the bell rang to go home, it's a public school north of Little Rock. They had a, it's a beautiful school. It's on a hill. Down the hill was, is their football field and their stadium. So if you walk out the doors of the school, you're looking down on the football field. Two boys snuck out of class and got on each end of the goalposts. And as the bell rang to go home, they had ropes around their neck. So they shut school down for Easter and said, come back Tuesday. So Tuesday morning at 8 o'clock, Uncle Reggie going to be in their school doing an assembly program for every kid. I can't say Jesus, but I can't, can't keep that brother out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And I get to be hope. I get to be hope. Hey, do you know him today? It's the greatest of all songs. With a little twist, Chris Tomlin put on it. My chains are gone. I've been set free. And if I can be set free, so can you. I got a question to ask you after this.
you have to understand that no matter where you've been, no matter what you've gone through, His amazing grace has been following you. When I was 13 years old at 3 in the morning, I decided to give up on the gift of life because my own mama gave me away. As I was crying in my bed, my bedroom door opened and my foster care dad walked in. I looked at him, I said, how could you hear me cry? Your room's on the other end of the house. He said, son, every day you hug your mom for the past two days, you haven't. Every day you talk to me for two days, you haven't. He said, I just, last night and tonight was thinking about you. So when your mom fell asleep, I grabbed a pillow. And for the past two nights, I slept by your door. And this morning, I heard you cry. Hey, listen to me. Just like my foster care dad was by my door, Jesus is sleeping by the door of your heart today. And all he's simply saying is, let me help you. I could take your chains. I could take the hurt. I could take the pain. I could take the sorrow. I could take what you did. I could take what you said. I could take what they're doing against you. I could take it all. Let me carry you for a second. You got to rest. So just come and let me hold you. But in Romans 10, 9, it says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So can y'all do me a favor? Just one time, church, all together, before I ask you this question, sing Amazing Grace. Come on. Amazing. I once was lost. My last verse, Hebrews 12, 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfection of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Stop, everybody, look at me. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. What could that possibly be? Crucifixion. The most grueling, punishing way to be put to death. What joy could there possibly be? All I could think of is one. You are the joy. You are the reason. You are why there's a resurrection. He had to make a way for you and for me. He had to separate the sin from the sinner so that we can have hope in this messed up world. So every $20 kid can preach the gospel from every stage. But that all starts with a choice. And that choice is yours. Do you know him? You know, there are two people I'm praying for. Number one, you're going through a horrible situation. Literally, something in your life is dead. And you're like, Jesus, only you can make this work. Only you can. And even Christians go through hard times. I get sick and tired of Christians. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want to punch him in the throat and watch him gag just once. But sometimes even Christians hurt. He's still working on me. Leave me alone. All right. But I'm telling you right now, I don't know what you woke up with on this Sunday morning. I don't know what you carried to church. But thank God you made it through those doors. Whatever it was that messed with you last week, it's here in this room with you. But we got a God up above who looks down below and can answer the cry of your heart today. So I'm going to go from 10 to 0 like a rocket taking off. When I get to 0, whoever's standing, you're saying, I'm carrying something heavy. I need God to be 
risen in this situation, and I'm giving it to him. Some of you are like, why do we stand? In the book of Matthew, it says, if you declare me before men, I'll declare you before my Father in heaven. Plus, when you stand, you're saying, okay, this weight is pushing me down, but in Jesus' name, I'm rising up. I'm rising up. If that's you, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, Two, in Jesus' name, one. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. Hey, everybody, if you can, just stretch your hand. You don't know what some of these people are carrying, but Jesus does. God, I pray right now that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead would handle this situation today. God, be their answer. And God, I pray today as we leave this church, something supernatural in each person standing would happen. Before the answer becomes a reality, we will walk in faith and not by sight. In Jesus' name. And everybody say amen, amen. Hey, look at somebody and say everything's going to be all right. You can sit down, you can sit down. Last one. I got to go, I'm hungry. Do you know him today? Let's get this right. What do you say? Hey, coming from a suicidal, no mama, foster care, one name, black man from Tennessee. If he could do this for me, he could do this for you. But it all starts with you, Romans 10, 9, saying yes. So I'm going to say a prayer. We're all going to help each other. If you're in this room and you're saved, the Bible calls you a saint. But we all know the truth. Every saint's got a past and every sinner needs a future. And this is where those collide, right here, right now, all right? So everybody, bow your head, close your eyes. This is what the resurrection is. This is what it is. Your heart is pounding. Everybody look at me. Let me help you out. If your heart's beating really super fast, you're not having a stroke. Okay? You're not, you, you don't have high blood pressure. Here's why. Let me explain it. Your heart was created by God. No matter what your head tells you right now, your heart at this moment is going to override your brain. Because some of you, this started the minute you walked in the room. Your heart just started beating faster. You're like, what is wrong with me? I'm, what is, I'm hyperventilating. I'm, I got mental issues. No, you see, when your heart gets in the presence of its creator, it just starts speeding up to tell the rest of your body, he's here, he's here. We're in his presence, he's here. That's why your heart is banging really hard right now. So you're okay, all right? You're okay, you're okay. Some of you never heard it put that way before. I know I'm just a brother from the hood, but guess what? That's what I believe, and I know that's true. But guess what? It's your choice. All heaven is silent right now, looking down on Youngsville, Louisiana just to see what you're going to do this morning. So every head bowed, every eye closed, we're all saying this together. Everybody say, all right, all right, all right. I want to hear this prayer that loud. You know if you need it. Everybody say, Jesus, today's my day. I still can't believe you would die for me and rise again for me. But today, I choose Jesus. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. And in Jesus' name, I'm saved. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking around. Pastor, come do me a favor. You and your wife, just come and stand right here, right up front in the middle, and turn around and face the people. Nobody looking up. Every head bowed, every eye closed, no one looking up. Hey, here's what I need you to do. The Bible says in Matthew, if you declare me before men, I'll declare you before my Father in heaven. So on the count of three, 
If today somehow you walked in this church with sin in your life, if today somehow you believed the words of this preacher and you said that prayer, whether you feel it or not, feelings come and go, but actions remain. If you said that prayer and say, Reggie, when I walked in this church today, there was sin in my life. I needed to get right. And I said that prayer and I meant it. I needed to let Jesus take care of the drudge, the sin that I have in me. And I said that. If you did on three, I want you to look up, wave it, Pastor, and then put your hand down. Today, you got right with God. Ready? One, two, three, go. You did it. 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 Just wave at him. Wave at him. Wave at him. Wave at him. That's good. That's good. You can put your head back down. Hey, listen. It's one thing to wave. It's another thing to move. So I'm going to count from 25 to zero. Every person, if you waved, you need to get out of your seat and come and stand as close to pastor as you possibly can. Why? Why am I doing this? Because where you are right now, that sin came in with you. But you're letting the devil, the hell, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm moving from this place. I'm going with Jesus. Hey, you could do this because when you start moving, the whole room going to start clapping because we're going to rejoice. All heaven rejoices when one gets right with God. Somebody, are you ready? 25 seconds. I'm going to do this. On three, everyone's going to stand. Then I'm going to start counting from 25 to zero. Everyone who got right with God gave your life to God. Raved at pastor today. Even if you didn't, come as close as you can to him. Ready? Everybody stand. One, two, three. Stand up. 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, Hey, 13, ask your friend right now, do you want to go? Ask your granddaughter, your son, do you want to go? Now's the time. Just say, I'll walk with you. Come on. 12, 11, 10, 9. Come on. Come to Jesus. Somebody should be clapping your hands right now. He whom the Son sets free is free indeed. 9, 8, there's still room at the cross. Come on. Come on, kids. Come on. Come on, young people. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Altar workers, just come in behind them. Come in behind them as you can. Come in behind them. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Hey, everyone, just give me, give, can you give me three minutes? Just sit down. I'm, I know you've been standing. Just sit down. Pastor, I'm going to give you the microphone. You finish this. Lord, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, all of you, if you came up here with me, here this morning. Come on, could you just extend your hands to heaven? Just right where you are. Come on, if you're up here with me. Come on, right where you are. Man, there's power in surrender. And right now, here this morning, I, I want you to know, I want you to know that we stand with you in your faith. But more importantly, Jesus paid the price for your life with his own blood. So we just want to pray with you this morning. Heavenly Father, I thank you for each and every person who stood up and got out of their chair and walked up here to this place. Lord, I, I've made that walk before. Lord, I came to this place of, of surrendering in you. I've came to this place, to this knowledge that, that there was more to life than the misery that I lived with, but that you set me free. You set me on a new path. You gave me new purpose. Lord, each and every person that came and responded here this morning, Lord, I pray that you let this moment say, come on, can you say that? Say this moment 
I am made new. I am not going back to that old dead life. But I am standing with Christ. Lord, I receive you. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Come on, this morning. Well, this is a, a, a transferable moment. This is a moment that will be marked in heaven. How many of y'all realize that all of eternity right now, all of eternity, all of heaven right now is rejoicing. It's rejoicing. So we rejoice with you. Come on, can we just stand to our feet this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Y'all just stay right where you are. I'm going to ask for our altar ministry workers if we'll just continue to pray. For those of you, listen, we, we, don't, we want you to know that we stand with you today. That you don't have to go back, that we are here with you. Christ is here with you. you he walked, when you walked into this room, He was in the room. So I just want to take a moment and pray a blessing over you. Then we're going to spend some time just praying for one another this morning. Come on, all of you here today, can we just, can we just extend our hands to heaven? In fact... Let's not do that. Scratch that. Can you grab the hand of the person next to you? Come on, we're all one family. And I just want to pray a blessing over this house. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for every family that's here. Lord, I thank you that your son died for us. Lord, that you are a mighty God. And Lord, that, that you drank the cup, Lord, every sin, every weight, Lord, every addiction, every pain, everything that we walked in here with, Lord, you drank it in that cup and you took it with you to the cross. And Lord, we can walk out of here free, Lord, so we thank you for that. Lord, I pray that you bless this house, Lord. Lord, that you bless every family, Lord God. Lord, that you let your presence be made known more today than ever before. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we give you all the glory, all, all the praise in Jesus' name. Come on, can we just give the Lord a hand clap of praise for what he's doing? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Come on, can we give him a shout of praise? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.